Yeah. Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters. Interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas. Trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? It's good. What's happening, my brother? I am chilling, man. How about yourself? Man, you know me. Blessed more than I should be. You know. Man, we need to, I, I, need the, I need like a DJ premiere scratch your version of our of our intro man hey you know what we need, need to, to do remix. man we need to get like a whole because people i know there's a few i know a few people personally that have that know our intro like the back of their hand like bar for bar yeah, so we yeah. need to go ahead and do like a video of everybody doing <laughs> our joints and put it up <laughs> yeah 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 cool. submit hey matter of fact yeah let's do that uh listeners uh, go ahead and submit your videos to stakesishighpod at gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll shout you out who can uh, yeah, we best recreate our uh, our intro that we yeah. that we drop every week, man. For sure, man. We'll see how faithful these listeners are, yeah, man. See yeah, if they got yeah. us down pat. We might send you a sweatshirt or something. I don't know. No promises, yeah, yeah, no yeah. promises, no promises. But yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll shout you out. No doubt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. man. What's going on, brother? chilling man uh uh i'm back man i'm feeling i'm feeling fine uh I'm, i am quarantining because uh, <laughs> i went to the land the land of the of the booty clubs i, I was in atlanta this weekend oh bro <laughs> i went to atlanta bro uh yeah, it, man uh, atlanta ain't, atlanta ain't the covid didn't hit atlanta that's how they act <laughs> oh, uh, so Courtney's uh, uh, cousin, uh, ha- I got married over the weekend, and so we went down for the wedding. And um, dude, so Courtney, Courtney is you know maid of honor, and uh, her sister was also in the wedding. So me and her sister's fiance was just kind of like doing our own thing, kicking it while they was doing you know wedding rehearsal, dress rehearsal, all that. I mean that dress rehearsal, uh, rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Next day got to be at the spot like eight a.m. They got to do makeup and hair and all that stuff. So we just kind of like freestyling just out here. And man, so we bounced around a couple, you know what I'm saying, areas, you know, bounced around downtown, went over to Edgewood, hung out there, uh, just a few little areas, man, and dog, act like ain't never been no COVID, no mass, no nothing. The craziest thing, uh, they had this this area called the Battery, which is uh, where the Braves play. It's like this uh, newly developed area they, they built up like three years ago. Yeah, I know what Like you're a about. bunch of bars, restaurants. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. dope, super dope. We had we had uh they got a punch bowl social at the battery. We had punch bowl social. Hey, hey, sorry, uh, waitress, if I, waitress, if I get you in trouble with this, um, <laughs> but we at the table, man, and so it's like proper etiquette now. If you do go out, you know what I'm saying, if the waitress or waiter uh is coming up to the table to put your mask on and make sure you protect them, just like they wearing a mask to protect you. She literally, bro, 
was like, oh, you ain't got to put that on uh, when I come to the table. I, I ain't worried about that. I don't care nothing about no, <laughs> no, no coat. She's like, I'm only wearing this because they make me wear it. Like, flat out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To another customer. So, you know what she acting like when she get off. So, that's the crazy thing. It's like, think about it. That's how she really feel. So, when she get off, she probably out here reckless, just like everybody else. And then come into work the next day and serve you food and drinks. It's wild. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man. Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I've been seeing some clips on social media about Atlanta, man. So, hey, man, their numbers I, are down though. Their numbers are lower than you know mm-hmm. ours, and and lower than Illinois, lower than Chicago, I believe. Uh, they're actually in a good spot with their numbers, which is hard to believe from what I That's saw. What I was what I say. Who know? Who knows how accurate those numbers are? You know, what I mean? they probably not report them. <laughs> <laughs> they're not getting tested. Report yeah, them nothing. Man. But you know what, Everybody man? They never. It's probably be through the roof. Yeah, man. I think after election, man, we're going to have, um, you know, I, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I, I do think that after elections, we are probably going to have, because flu season is hitting too, you know what I mean? So I think there's going to be another another shift of, you know, I don't want to say shut down. I don't even want to put that out there, but I think it's going to be, you know, another conversation of like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here, y'all? So I hope not, man. But yeah, man, people like state cities like Atlanta and, you know, other I've seen other. I think Houston was one, man. Turkey Hay- Turkey Turkey Leg Hut was packed. <laughs> Speaking of that, man, they got a Harold's. You know Harold's from Chicago. They got a Harold's in Atlanta. I think they have a couple. And there's one at the one at Edgewood, bro. First of all, I ain't never been in the Harold's, you know what I'm saying? In Chicago, like, you know, up here, home of Harold's, where you can walk in, it's a full bar. Damn. They got DJ bumping. They got hookah service. I mean, they were in there. This is Harold's chicken, dog. They in there kicking it. Hookah. They got the little waitresses in the skimpy outfits bringing the hookah to you. Man. Uh, I'm saying like it was wild. I'm like, this is Harold's. This is Harold's <laughs> chicken where you go up and order your your six piece mouse off. Yeah, like, man. yeah, man. Yeah, man. So it's it's wild. And again, no mask. They just out here chilling like ain't nothing happening. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. Prayers up, man. But yeah, man. We uh, let's keep moving, man. We got a guest waiting on us. I, I want, I, I want him to jump in in some of this conversation too, man. With the, <laughs> with the mask and you know what, you know, election. We got, we got some good conversation coming ahead of us, man. But before we go any further, man, I do want to thank Goldie for stopping by, man, and yes, coming sir. on and you know, uh, sharing his perspective on our platform. Uh, you know, he took a yeah. break, took a break from his platform, Talk of Brothers podcast man so uh thank him for coming through man and uh, if you uh, have- uh, uh and i want to apologize to him because you know i had uh oh, I heard you kept- disappeared <laughs> that's right he kept saying when tc come back i'm like bro i'm not coming yeah, coming back. Back. Yo, my yeah. whole whole laptop just like went through a whole like update restart uh, phase in the right. middle of the episode i don't even know i forgot about that last 30 minutes I, i'm glad i didn't do it when i was like mid conversation like one yeah. of y'all was talking when it happened but yeah yeah sorry folks and uh my bad goldie uh for dip setting like that man but you know <laughs> we, we finished it man we held it down man <laughs> oh no I, yeah i peeped man yeah definitely good conversation man but yeah shout and out I, to him and man. i even did your part man but i was rolling yeah you did it <laughs> did it speaking of your part man uh, uh if they want to listen to the episode with goldie again i thank you for coming through if they want to listen to that episode over and over and over in any of our past episodes tc where can they find us 
at Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at StakesIsHighPod at gmail.com. Chill. 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 Hey, man, y'all sending those videos of the intro, man. We're going we gonna to highlight that on our, on our Instagram, man. That'd be pretty, I, I, pretty I cool. I wonder who can, do the, who can do the social part, too. I wonder if somebody Nobody. got that down. That's only you, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's only you. Yeah, man. But, man, we got a guest, man. I yeah. am... Uh, I'm excited about having our guest, man. Let me tell you a little bit something about our guest. Shout out to T. Frazier. What up, what up bro? Terry. Terry, man. Terry is, uh, you know, um, he was a bro that came to um, Ball State. I think it was close to my – I was leaving. And, T.C., you probably was just crossing around Terry Frazier's uh, – Nah, bro. Uh, Terry actually no, no, left no. Oh, before that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I got on. Like, Terry – I forgot. I, I, knew, I got acquainted with Terry in my aspirant stages. That's right. Because he was working right. in, like, student, right. student affairs and whatnot. <laughs> so I'm in his office, bro, like, man, I'm just trying to see, you know. Yeah. Uh, young buck with the braids and all that trying to get down, you know. Yeah, he so, was yeah, – yeah, shout out to Ter- Yeah, Terry was – I think – Terry, when we were leaving, and then um, I think it was like uh, after. Yeah, he, he was the day advisor. Yeah, he was their advisor. Exactly, exactly. But anyway, um, shout out to Terry, man. Hopefully you're listening, man. Hope all is well. We need you on this platform, brother. We got come. You got come talk right to up. us, man. Straight up. <laughs> um, but I met I met um, uh, T. Frazier. Uh, hit me up from what I remember, and our guest was um uh, working in marion i think it was working in marion at the va and t fresh he's like yo one of my brothers from my chapter and let me tell you something man i used to dislike the ohio alphas let me tell you wow, why was it was it that ohio chant yes i hated I it <laughs> they ohio. used to cut I was like, man, every time we went to uh, regionals, bro, I'm like, man, here go to Iowa, Iowa, Ohio, bros, man. So, (laughs) man, I just joking, man. They was always, they came. Matter of fact, some Ohio bros came down um, when I was in the darkness, and they showed mad love, showed mad love. So they was from Cincinnati, but anyway, um. Man, you know, I met this brother, man, met up with him, and, man, we instantly clicked, man. You know, I, um, I wish we little had more time, you know, during the time he spent marrying. But, you know, man, life happened, life busy. I think I was fresh on the fire department taking classes and everything like that, man. But this always been a solid dude. Um, you know, he came from, you know, uh, he come from, you know, uh, good people introducing from Terry, man. And, and if Terry puts you, connect you with somebody, man, they're probably pretty solid. So, um, but, yeah, man, I guess is doing some great things man um hit me up in a dm man it's like yo i want to come on your platform i was actually surprised when he hit us i'm like oh cool you want to come on our joint so that's what's up man so but yeah man um without further ado man i want to introduce uh james choice what up my brother what's good what's good how you doing good man chilling man man. chilling yeah thanks for coming through absolutely yeah no definitely feeling the the t phrase shout out yeah (laughs) Yeah, that, that, that that brother is uh 
what is known as a connector, right? Yes, in, in, yes. In, in, in a society or whatever, he just makes sure that you get connected with good people. So, like, through Terry, good people meet good people. That's it, man, mm-hmm. for sure, uh, man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so. man. But, man, what's going on, man? I see you laid up over there, man. I was concerned. I was like, man, I said, James going to be, he going to be laid up, man. He might miss this episode, you know what I mean? <laughs> How you yeah, feeling, man? No, 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 no. It's a blessing that, that, that I've got all my faculties with me. Had a, had a little, little leg surgery. Yeah. Uh, yesterday and just on the recuperation and, and recovery at this point you know, I had up, to get man. a had to get a muscle uh, reattached in my leg <laughs> oh man wow yeah, man. wow yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So, bro I uh, never even had a beast thing man uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a whole muscle reattached yeah man but man um how you been man what's going on man outside of the surgery man how's life how's how how you handling man this uh in these times that we're dealing with with covid and you know the world being on pause for a little while and now it's kind of opening and just kind of you know how, how how's that going with you man you know what it 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 it's been fine for me right i mean it, it's it's uh it hasn't really been much of a pause it's been you know a continuation i you know day day by day uh, out here in california i work for uh, the state senator that represents the area and so um you know we're, we're during covid of course without covid normally we're out in the community representing on her behalf um you know interacting with people and, and things of that nature but uh, because of covid we we of course couldn't do that stuff and focus primarily on just helping people through uh, services and so people who were needing the help uh, getting the um, uh, edd uh, claims uh, um, um, for your unemployment uh, people needing assistance you know they need to get their driver's license or registration renewed and need to work with the dmv you know we have various liaisons and different state agencies that we can assist with so doing some of that stuff throughout uh early stages of covid and then uh with the stuff i'm doing with coffee with the black guy you know yeah, uh, yeah. we'll get into that a little bit it was just kind of a, a natural uh pivot and it and it, and it worked um uh, the platform is mostly you know trying to convene in-person conversations but um you know like everyone having to pivot during during covid and, it, and it's work but uh yeah let, you know let me uh, one slight correction I did not work for the VA in in Marion. I was with the Chronicle Tribune. Some said it was too. I'm tripping. <laughs> you know what made me? Hey, bro. You, you know what made me think of the VA? Yeah. Remember we went and hooped a few times at the VA. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The that's right. That's right. There. I'm Absolutely. tripping. I'm tripping, yeah. bro. Bro, you know what's crazy? That's one of the um, the last times that I went out there to play basketball the few times we went out there and met and hoop man i'm tripping yeah, man. bro i'm, I'm you surprised right. you remember that i like used to think i was a good basketball player because the first time i showed up i shook somebody and yeah. it was a <laughs> yeah man that's real you know jay's come out there he about what you about six six four six <laughs> yeah man my bad you right that's right bro yeah damn i'm tripping i, I remember we went out we met out there a few times and bugging yeah oh and 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 you know shout out to marion because that you know that was my first job out of college yeah um, but the little the little town that it is but <sighs> so much news was happening in that little town in the time i was there yeah um yeah. you know a lot a lot of good things going on in that town as well mm-hmm. i mean had the the pleasure of having the mentorship of, of otis archie right man, beast um, otis i bro black man first black sheriff hey. uh, of, a, of a county in indiana bro otis uh, i think otis could have ran for president bro 
Oh, for sure. For sure. Former FBI agent, everything. Beast. Like, solid dude. Solid, and, But what, 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 where we connected is uh, he, he's a hurdle coach. And I did hurdles in college uh, and everything. Okay. So we connected on that. And I was actually uh, coaching some of the cats from Marion High School. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, you know, in the, in the hurdles and specialty stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. Otis, man, that be now that's somebody we need to get. If we get Otis on the platform, whew. last I heard, whew. he was in, living down in Arizona. Okay, okay, yeah, man, he could. He definitely could have ran for for president of the United States. I, I, I guarantee you, he would have. He would have. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, man. But man, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thanks for hitting me up, man, and asking. So, so people out there, when TC says hit us up, we will have you on if you have questions. We definitely will make sure that we, you know, we find a way to get you on a platform one way or the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, James, where you at, man? I know you start you 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 spoke a little bit on you know some of the things you guys are doing in the community. Where are you at now? So I'm I'm based in uh, Santa Barbara, so that's just north of LA, probably about two hour drive north. Uh, you know, without traffic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, it's a coastal community, beautiful. Um, and I've been out here almost 10 years now. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Um, Cali, man, gotta yeah, love it. Yeah, love man. It. Yeah, <laughs> man. You gotta love it, man. Um, I, I like to ask people in these times, especially with things you got that you have going on. And after that, man, I want to get uh, to coffee with a black guy, man. But um, and I love that. I told you before, man. I love that title, man. <laughs> it's dope. But uh, um. Man, we got a lot going on with the with the with the climate that we're in, man. We have currently we have a presidential election. Of course, if you unless you're under a rock, you don't know. And um we have of course Joe Biden and we have Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of a lot of things going on, man, to where I think, you know, honestly, if you I don't see how anyone's an undecided voter right now. I, I, again, I don't even know why they have why they're having a debate. I think it's just for pure entertainment because I don't think this is going to sway one person the other one way or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but man, how you know? And TC, you can answer this too, man. And uh, just like without even just bashing Trump or bashing Biden, man. How how are you guys feeling in this climate, man? Of just 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 the energy that's being put out of what's about to happen of this upcoming election. Yeah. I mean, this, it's a real thing, you know, it's definitely real tensions out there. It's definitely, um, some challenging conversations, challenging environment, uh, is out there. Um, but realistically it's all political theater. Like you said, nobody is looking at the debate to find out who they're going to vote for at this point. They're watching it for the entertainment value political theater mm-hmm. um a lot of what what you see you know going on as far as uh the campaigning and the rally the rallies and things of that nature like that again that's still political theater to kind of drum up that excitement to get people encouraged to do the thing yeah. and and you know we're in a very different time right now with covid right and doing the thing is not what it always has been right it's um you know a lot of it vote by mail uh, you got people standing in long lines um, but it's also not one day. You know, you've got early voting. You've yeah. got, you know, most people voting by mail. And so you've got a lot of opportunity in all of this, this despair, quote unquote, right? Um, because 
there's I mean there's un- so for, here's an example this is an ad so the grad chapter that I'm involved in uh, out here in California we are hosting ballot parties right and so people have their ballots and you get your ballots and we have, have a zoom say join the zoom and then we just talk through the ballot right people have questions we ask and share questions people oh. have expertise to share we share that expertise too uh, chapter president's a, 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 a DJ uh, Mr. Quick, he, he, he actually he used to have he used to DJ the uh, do you all remember the um, Sprite Step competition? Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yes. he was the DJ for that. He had oh, that nice. that contract nice. and did that for you. Man, you you so, gotta be easy saying West Coast DJ and then Mr. Quick. I'm like, I hold know. up, DJ Quick, yo. He's got he's no. He's got his own. But hold on. But what's even more, you saying this is if you saying West Coast um DJ Quick, I'm more impressed that DJ Quick would be a bruh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, what I'm like, that's your chapter president. Wait, hold up. Quick. Yeah. Nah. Wait, what, I, what I miss, bro. What did I miss? Yeah, oh, no, no. This, this, this uh our, our president, Mr. Quick, he he's kind of a a, a legend within himself. You know, he used to oh, be, you know, good football player, track guy. Um, you know, and then ended up being a DJ. Had attended UCSB, but I hear stories about like you know Deion Sanders esque had the Jerry curl and everything. So yeah, okay. you know, yeah. uh, so that that's the era that we're coming from. So that, yeah. that being said, you know, during the ballot parties, he's playing playing music in their intermission and stuff, right? And so it's a good environment. People are both voting and dancing in their living room, and that's completely legal and 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 an opportunity during this time. That's what's up, man. Super dope. Um, what do you say to I've been seeing a lot and I guess I'm just kind of um, confused, I should say. I see a lot of people is like they, they, they're giving their um, I'm, I'm withholding my vote. And it's coming from, you know, a lot of a lot of black people, because and we could talk about this, too, man. And we can, you know, I guess we can piggyback after you answer the after this, because a lot of people's example is, you know, there's no true black agenda. Neither candidate is giving us uh, an agenda for us as black people. And I want to talk about that, too. But before that, before we go there, what is what, what is your response to that because i seen a post that you made about voting and i think it was it was very dope but what what is your what is your response to i i don't the lesser of the two evil conversation the i'm withholding my vote because they're not doing anything for black people what what do, what do, what do you say to that well i mean kind of kind of what i was getting at when you were, talk, were talking about the political theater earlier and how no one's going to be decided like i come from the mentality that all politics is local right and so like i'm not going to be as uh, changed or swayed or influenced by what's happening at the presidential level when I need to tap into what's going on at my local school board and at, and so we have valuable local races I'm tapped into that we've got propositions so we got ballot box uh, uh, legislating out here so we got some uh, you know I think it's maybe a 10 or 11 uh, propositions on the ballot so there's plenty of things outside of that circus to pay attention to and and that's what people i encourage people to pay attention to that that's what motivates me because that's what affects me most yes um now go ahead i was gonna say that's that's important like to motivate others in that area because there's so many people that overlook that area i mean like daily they just they don't even think about it and and uh, outside of that those who are aware of it 
because sometimes be intimidated by it. Like, damn, like, you know, yeah, I know what's up with Biden. I know what's up with Trump. That's all we see on the news. That's all we hear on the radio. But I, I don't know anything about anybody else on this ballot. And it almost becomes intimidating. Like, that's when you get people who's like, I'm not voting or I'm just voting for the president. That's it because I don't know nothing else. Or I'm just doing straight Democrat or straight Republic and not knowing who they voting for and what, you know what I'm saying? How they affecting their own local communities, man. So Yeah, man. I, so so I, I, how many double-doubles did LeBron have during the <laughs> No, triple-doubles. We go say, <laughs> damn near average run. <laughs> right, right? You know what I'm saying? They so know people, it. people know that. People can get yeah. into all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think there's part of that whole political process that is intentionally intimidating, right? Yeah. And it keeps people from engaging. And we we need to just kind of get over that. Like, yeah. you know, I've, I've been in this game and I'm, I'm, I'm on the on the back end of state politics in California, the fifth largest economy in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like you know, the, the senator I work for represents close to a million people. That's more than Congress members, right? Yeah. And so when we look at it locally, we'll hear, our, you know, people locally will want to be focusing on the Congress race or, you know, the, what's going on at the presidential level and not really calibrating their mindset that yeah. these are the things that affect you most. Right. Yeah, it is, so, man. You're right, bro. Uh, yeah, I put a I put a post up. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if TC may have seen it, but I put a post up. It's, it's been a second ago. I said uh, to to my and I put in you know quotation marks to my I'm not voting because both candidates suck people. And then I put, you know, there's more than just presidential candidates on the ballot, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> come right. on, man. Like, yeah, like, that's, that's, and people overlook it. Then, you know, an- another dangerous game outside of um, um, just not voting is the whole right in situation. You got Kanye West and you got him distracting everybody. And you got people that's just doing it off of social media hype. Like, look. I wrote in Kanye West. I'm riding with Ye. I'm riding with him. And, and Kanye ain't going to do nothing for us. And you look at the two, like, you know, not not to assume who, you know, either one of y'all are, are voting for. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say that most support or no, most Trump supporters are not the ones that are writing in Kanye <laughs> no, on the on the on the ballot. You know what I'm saying? Like they could yeah. give two shits about Kanye. So yeah. you know you know who's losing votes when you see people writing that in. So it's Absolutely. like, all right, yo, stay focused. That's a dangerous game, man. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you guys something. You guys know where I'm at. I'm in Indiana, baby. <laughs> hey. This just gonna be red. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It, it is. It's gonna. I mean, I ain't sorry, but it is. We know this is an electoral state, and Donald Trump's gonna probably win this state. It, well, Pence used to be governor. Come on, man. Right. It, it, right. it is what it is. But I'm still going to vote because, like you said, James, there's a lot of things that's locally. There's a lot of people in Indiana that hate Pence, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh but, no, I no yeah. doubt. But they no love doubt. Trump. But they love Trump. I mean, we could just. I mean, you know. Yeah, but any, I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay. So look at all this post George Floyd stuff and look at this racial reckoning that we're having. Right. And you wonder, like, okay, so how do we get to here? Where where are things like, you know, how, how people are so astonished that this is the reality for the condition of black folks. So, okay. So why is this new information? Why is this not being taught in schools? Well, you know how that gets incorporated in the schools if you vote the right people into the school board. Then the people are not the people people on the school board don't pick the curriculum, but they set the tone for the district, right? Yeah. And so then you start to become activated in that. Then you're a more active, engaged citizen, and you become part of the PTA, become part of the influence in what 
curriculum or what books are being being utilized in yep. your school. And mm -hmm. so, you know, that's kind of where the like how the rubber meets the road roughly sometimes. Yeah. But it's not always that that clear. But at the same time, like it, it's it's those local races, it's those local candidates that you can go talk to. You can call them, you can email them, and, and you can hold and you can hold their feet to the fire way more than what you can a, a presidential candidate. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's further that's much further out of your control <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> out of here. yeah 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 yes. especially like i said with me i'm from indiana baby <laughs> yeah. i think yeah, when's man, the last yeah. i think obama won indiana his first his first his first uh we were blue for the first time and i don't know how long when obama's first president obama's first time running other than that you know what you know what it is here. You know what it, they don't even the, the candidates don't even got to come to Indiana, <laughs> right? You know what I mean. Man, but so, as far as like yeah. that, that that racial, t I mean, this is kind of just back on the 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 first question you asked Jones. Like, you know, that's that's it's it's hard to to breathe easy knowing like what's going on out there. I just feel like uh, it's there's a lot there's a lot of barking. You know what I'm saying from the other side about yeah. what's gonna go down how people going to react this that and the third and it's like the kind of barking that in, in my opinion shouldn't be taken lightly you know what i mean so yeah. um i don't know it's a it's a lot of i don't know i just but, i just yeah i, I paid attention I, I, I get what you're saying i paid attention yeah. i paid a lot of attention to politics um i would say for the last you know um, before Obama, like when Bush, I kind of started getting dialed in when President Bush, when Bush was in office, W, when he was mm -hmm. in office, I kind of start trying to pay attention more and more to, you know, try to dial into local. Well, one, I really have to pay attention to local uh, politics because I'm a firefighter. I work for the city, bro. That means a lot to us. You know what I mean? So and your your union probably endorses candidates and is real active in yeah, that we, stuff as well. Yeah, we have a you know we have a pack, so we yeah. have you know we we have we support someone politically, but anyway, um, I think we I think we are going through what 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 you said, TC. I don't think it should be taken lightly, not at all. But mm -hmm. I don't ever think that the racial the racial conversation is as strong as president you know uh president obama's second term bro it was bad man it was bad it was bad with the racial conversation and the threat of him not as bad as it as it is now because you got like these these groups coming from under the rock like hey we we just proud to be racist <laughs> you know what i'm saying but president obama, president obama's second term man it was a lot of it was a lot of hate, man. You know what I mean? And but no, I'm with you, TC. It's not to be taken lightly. But he, I mean, even the even the first uh, even the first uh, uh, Obama term in in '08, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that, bro. Like that gave birth to the Tea Party, Boom. right? And you know, and and you kind of look at where we are now. Like we're that was just again the emphasis of where we are now, and so it, it's not disconnected. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if you recall during the OA, and I remember this because I was a reporter at the time in Ohio. I I, I had the uh, the uh, privilege and pleasure <laughs> of covering um, a, a a day of john mccain and sarah palin rallies mm. uh, as they went they made stops in 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 ohio i think it was in canton and then they had a stop at columbus so i was kind of like because ohio's always a swing state so they, the oh, candidates always. are going there like crazy yeah oh absolutely oh yeah oh yeah um and so like i, re I remember then that it was you know 
stories of people hanging um, Obama dolls in the yeah, trees outside yeah. their house, and that was acceptable. Yeah. But that, I mean, that like people were actually acting on these things as well yeah. particularly in ohio and so um you know that was the the tea party and so that was a little less mature of a of a of a movement as we have now um or as we're combating now yeah the tea party actually had power i think a lot of times with these proud boys and all these different you know groups that's popping up I mean, the Tea Party had candidates, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had like candidates in the race, like, you know what I mean? Um, but I mean, they don't have to now. They got Trump. That's their that's their but, candidate. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, you know, I, I, I really like to use analogies and metaphors and look at that. I mean, like, yeah, so that was the infancy. Right. And all all babies are cute. Right. So so we had a lot mm. of candidates there and, yeah, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And and now what we're doing is we're in the adolescence. So you got the, the, the thirteen year olds acting out <laughs> yeah. themselves. They yeah. think that they, they, they men now, right? And so yeah. that's that's what we see in the in the Proud Boys and, and like that's dangerous because we, we see yeah. like you know the 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 both the harm and the good of that of that age group, right? You see the yeah. the age group with what's it, Greta Thornburg, you see, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that is the, of that age group but then also you know when you see uh you know a lot of the violence in inner city and things it's it's that younger age group and so um that's where this movement is uh, you know really yeah. looking at it as a as a as a uh, a life lifeline yeah and let me ask you guys a question man do you guys think i was reading this article and it was talking about um the division in america and it they they talked about how it started with President Obama, you know, that's kind of like their biggest, the, the, the rights biggest conversation, but I've read a pretty good article, man. I wish I would have saved it and, and, and kept it, but they were talking about how a lot of the division in America started with the president, Ob- president Obama, not that he, not that he ran his presidency on dividing the country, but it, the country was divided because he was, he 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 was who he was. You know what I mean. He yeah, was yeah, a black it was, president. It was people that didn't want to see a black president running the country. Yeah, and and it was talking about how uh, the division of a black, basically people not wanting to see a black man run the country, and he did it for eight years, and it birthed Donald Trump. And it was like, yo, damn, I, I'm you know like that did President Obama birthed Donald Trump. They didn't want they didn't want Hillary because she still was a piece of who President Obama was. So they birthed a reality star, bro. And here we are. Uh, I, yeah, I don't agree with that. Like, you know, <laughs> blame it on the black man, of course. Right? Yeah. Like, why did we have Obama? Because Bush fucked everything up, right? You know For what sure. I mean? And mm-hmm. so we needed something to bring unity or some inspiration back. And I mean, it just, you know, it, it's not none of this stuff happens in a silo right and so when you start to look at the interconnectivity of it and and seeing okay so obama got elected not just because i mean he brought that message of hope right and how how did people buy into that message of hope well if they had not been in despair then the message of hope wouldn't have resonated so much so why were we in despair well, okay, so then is is so I can see the argument absolutely that Trump is a response to that, but I would not blame that on Obama. Like, this, well, this is, I don't. This is, yeah, so I don't think they were blaming it directly on Obama. I think it was just the result of who Obama was. You know what I mean? I don't think they put it on his his policies or anything. It was just saying the result of it was 
we were happy that he got there but the result of it was these people who hated it and let's give you donald yeah. j trump i agree with that and, and also like like obama supporters weren't ready for him you know and you've heard him say this himself you know that the organizing machine behind what got him elected just kind of dissipated after his election and it didn't work to solidify the house two years mm -hmm. later and and that is part of the thing right yeah, and, yeah. and republicans have been very disciplined on doing that um and 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 we've seen that played out more recently but more historically like republicans stay to in my view i see that they stay on talking points better they're on messaging better and not saying that their messaging is better but there's party discipline to that messaging for sure um, for sure democrats is like herding cats you know we Man, everybody bro. got an opinion everybody's the smartest person in the room like Man. that's that's what happens but at the same time like that is what i think is the beauty of america right man when you have yeah, you know, you know, um, you use a metaphor, metaphorically speaking, and it's no disrespect to any player, but I'm almost thinking like, really, when it comes down to the Democratic Party and just their tactics on how they how they operate on a national level, not locally, locally is different. We every city can vary there. Right. But um, it's almost like metaphor, like if like you said, use an analogy and we can put like. The mentality of Kobe and Jordan were killer instinct. Killer instinct. We are going to chop your head off. I don't care. I don't care who you put in front of me. I'm killing you. Versus LeBron James. LeBron James probably, I think, is probably one of the best players ever. Top, GOAT, whatever. But the mentality of Kobe and Jordan was, I am going to kill you. And I almost think that's where the, the parties vary, bro. I think there is a, a, and it could be good and bad, right? I think when you look at the, the Republican Party, man, they just have this, I'm stepping on whoever get in front of us. We don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and I just think the Democratic, the Democratic Party is just going to have to give a little bit of more. And I hope, if you guys see it, like, you see Kamala giving a little bit of sass to it. And maybe we need that, bro. So, so, so you saying you're saying there needs to be some infusion of Chicago Democratic politics into the national Democratic stage? Yes, got to get yeah, some killer. I mean, it's it's a it's a lot more cutthroat. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear you and I absolutely agree with you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, I, I live in a different reality. I live in the Republic of California, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You different. <laughs> the Democrats are, are rolling things, and and it's yeah. uh, I, there was a. Um, uh, a, a K Street consultant that had come out here and, and, and for just, you know, to speak an engagement, we had a dinner and he was talking about like, man, like if you were a Democrat out here and you step out of line, like you like they will they will discipline you after that. And it's like it really is gang gang. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's mm -hmm. discipline. There's there's like if you, you step out of, out of line, like, you know, it's been, been news articles, right? Like you step out of line with the party uh, powers you lose, you get uh, downsized in an office, and your office all, all of a sudden is the size of the closet. Like, these are the games they play, right? And it's gang, like, gang. All right, all right, all right. And so, like, just made the metaphor to basketball, and like now you hear the words that I'm saying, game, and all this. But these are people's lives, right? Like, yeah. Realistically, yeah. like politics, this is just the the, the game adults play, man. Right? Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. It's it's. It is. Uh, 
Yeah, it's the game adults play, and 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 you, you know when I talk about it being intimidating, I, I definitely like the metaphor of double dutch, right? So let's just think of politics as double dutch. I can explain to you, you know, you gotta gotta use the ropes, you gotta you know do this thing. The other person is over there, they're doing that rope too. Uh, you need to pay attention to the ropes, time the rhythm, and jump in when it's time. Right now, don't get hit by the rope. And stay on rhythm because if the rhythm changes, and all of a sudden you're gonna get hit with the rope. So stay with that. All right. You know how to double dutch now? <laughs> no. No, no. You don't. You're gonna know once you try. And politics yeah. is the same way. And that rope don't gonna tear your ass up. <laughs> I mean, like, like but to me, those are teachable moments, right? Sure. So you're gonna sure. you're gonna be disappointed, right? Your candidate's not gonna win. That's the rope hitting you, right? But that's yeah. gonna teach. Okay, so what did that candidate not do or what did this campaign not do in order to get that victory? And then you start to unpack that, right? You know, that's the kind of civic engagement that we need to start thinking on. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's have this conversation, uh, which has been an ongoing conversation, which seems like it's only been a conversation um, during election year. Like, it, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling how the pressure of this black agenda has come up 15 days before election uh, a couple months before election it seems like it's just all of a sudden it just come up and hey it's just the nature of politics people have their wants and people give their needs to the to the current candidates when it's time when it's game time right but it seems like this 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 conversation has been coming up on multiple different levels it's been coming up with ice cube uh, Diddy's done came out of nowhere with his, with his his idea of what they what he what he wants for the the uh, black agenda. Um, let me let me let me ask you guys. Right, maybe I am ignorant to it. Right, okay. I do not attend a HBCU. Maybe my son will, but currently I do not attend. A, I do not attend a HBCU. And maybe this is sounding privileged talk, but it, it, I'm black, right? So I don't attend an HBCU. I already own a home. I have a job. Um, I'm, you know, business-wise, I'm not trying to quit my job and start a business. Um, like I said, I'm a homeowner. So when we come to these conversations of black agenda, those seem like those are the talking points of what the black agenda is. How is it supposed to, I guess my question is, my first question is, what is the black agenda? And to your normal, average age black man who's not in college, who doesn't want to start a business, who has a job, how is this black agenda, is it, how is it going to exclusively help me as a black person? You know, that's a good question. When you're talking about a black agenda, you say, I mean, there's several of them out there. Um, we're not a monolith, right? And and uh, and we have a very diverse community. So th what you're saying is is absolutely right. Um, now, the thing on the, 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 okay, so you don't attend an HBCU. I mean, there's got to be a, 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 a calibration between the individual and the institution, right? And we understand sure. the value of HBCUs and that institution needs to be strengthened. Absolutely. And so to to strengthen that institution and strengthens like that's a key pillar of of the black community right uh, yes just, just education in general 
but to be able to have our own institutions like there's that history with that and so i i can i can see that um but, but what about that what about the black kid who is going to a pwi I don't know. I, I attended the PWI, and and you know, quite frankly, I don't. I think we've missed an opportunity. Right? When we talk <laughs> yes. about like our, our black leadership. Why are we looking to Ice Cube and P Diddy for for plans for Black America? Right? I mean, does Minister Farrakhan have a plan for Black America? I would. I like. I, I know he's a controversial figure, but I would valid. Like, I would have more trust in his plan because he's in that space. That's his lane, right? Um, the reason we have a Donald Trump, as you pointed out, is because of the whole reality star thing. So why are we going to continue to go to that? We need to look at where, like, what, what plan does the Congressional Black Caucus have, right? What are some of the things that they're advocating for? Those are the kinds of plans that we need to engage and stop, you know, running behind the shiny things that come out because those are distractions, right? But I guess to and answer so, that though, James, to answer that is the black the Black Caucus has been around for years. Have they presented a black agenda? versus versus let's say um regardless if we hate it or not the idea of donald trump is perfect it's perfect for what we want as a people right he just he just dropped the ball so we don't want your 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 politician that's been in politics for 40 plus years continuing to go the cycle of presidency when when donald trump came along he was not your, I owe this person because I've been in politics for 40 years. He wasn't your average person. So it made sense. He just sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, I don't, I don't think he dropped the ball. That's give, that's give, that's putting it real politely. That, that, he, is, <laughs> he has a diabolical characteristic that should have never been put in a place of power. Okay. Okay. But but but, but do you get what I'm saying? The ideal of he's not your average politician. Absolutely. And I and think that we've want, had. Real talk exactly exactly so that's what i meant by drop the ball because right but but you're right he he was just the wrong person right. no i mean that, that that's not what you but i i see what you're saying it's like that's what society is attracted to and and i think the reason that he won is because he understood and learned a lot of those things about american culture through the rating system that's why yes. you still hear him yes. talk about that like you know doing reality tv each week you're tuning in like you're tuning your message to increase that. Right? Yes, and he, yeah. like, that's a game. And he, he mastered that game. He translated that blueprint onto our political system, and we're the fools for it, right? You know, that, that system Man, allowed yeah. this to happen. He has it down so he, – he is yeah. so – bro, think about it. His – regardless if we hate him or not, man, he's so, he, he's, he's, he's so strategic. What he does is, okay – Donald Trump has COVID. He he gets rid of it. He he says, "Okay, I'm." He goes to the Republican platforms, podcasts, radio shows, and he gets up there and talks his shit. Joe Biden is waiting for the next debate. Like, what you yeah. doing, bro? <laughs> like, come yeah. on, you yeah. sleep, man. Yeah. So and, and, and Donald <laughs> Trump is also not relying on the media to, to translate his message. Exactly, he goes directly yeah. to him. That that I mean, you're right. That's that's Kobe and Jordan instincts, right? That's killer. Or Gestapo, whatever. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna stop using the greats. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They too great. You're right. My bad. But no, let's go back to the black agenda, man. Let's talk about it. Um, 
Does it need to be one? Uh, is there anything that can be exclusively, exclusively, exclusively for black people that that will fit our agenda? And yeah. when I say that, what is it ex- that will not include anyone else that's going to benefit from the black agenda? So uh, what I do appreciate about uh, Ice Cube's approach is he's being very specific about black people, black, black descendants of slaves, not yep, just people, not of color, people of color. Not, yeah. Oh, because that that like our message and our needs get watered down time and time again that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, I definitely uh, appreciate and, res- and respect that. Absolutely. But I think we had a missed opportunity. Right. Like, I mean, OK, so first of all, you say, all right, what is the Congressional Black Caucus done? For for I, I mean more than a decade, there's been uh, HR 40 on the books uh, um, uh, that would called for a study for reparations. Re- ultimately, the conversation about reparations is what we need to be having nationally. Nobody wants to talk about that, right? But, so would that so would that be better conversation than just saying like a blanket statement of the Black Agenda? Should yes. reparations be the conversation? Reparations was the converse, conversation yeah. in the primaries, if you recall. I remember, uh, mm-hmm. you know, right? So who was it? Uh, Amy Klobuchar was yeah. bringing it up, uh, and then and then it was, yeah, and then it was yeah. the, then, it, then there was this debate of who 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 is descendants of slave because us three right here sitting, one of us not might be a descendant of slave. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean, look again. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not up to us to figure out. Right? That, like, can there we do a right. study? Can we just do a study to figure it out? Now, yeah. I do have ideas of how it could work out. Right? Like, you could simply. Um, like they're trying to do at the University of Maryland. You could create an institute that if you feel that you're a descendant of a slave, then you can go to this institute that is funded by the government that does the re- assist you with that familial research to trace your ancestry black, back to being a slave, right? Whether it's a slave or back to the motherland. Now, if that is that government funded program mm-hmm. is in place and potential defend the uh, descendants of, of slaves can go engage that program to find out if they are descendants of slaves once they become identified as a descendant of slaves then you become eligible for the reparation fight bro, simple you as know that how, bro you know how mad you would be they'd be like hey listen tc sorry man you're not a descendant your great 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 grandpa was great he was born in canada free you gonna be like oh no <laughs> i ain't trusted it bro I'm, hey, I'm on you never was a slave i'm on 23andme.com all them joints before they'd be i go like, to the Yo, government people were never slaves you were yeah. free <laughs> you're yeah. free no. man. Get that, that. that would be disappointing oh man but yeah man um yeah, man, but, I think it, that, I think... but that that is a way to like have a conversation at the real level, right? Absolutely. Like let let's let like let's not just blow off this idea of reparations because you yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Like every other marginalized group on this planet has pretty much received reparations of some sort. So like for sure, for sure. I mean, the Jewish, the Jewish, the Jewish community. I mean, they're still getting it, bro. You know what I mean? Like slave owners got reparations. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. you look at the concentration camps; they got reparations. Like you know, a lot. You know, some of the tribes. Now, in addition to, you know, of course, re- reservations and, and, you know, some some payments from government and stuff like there there is that relationship there not saying that it makes them whole at all. But I don't look at reparations as solely a financial or, or economic issue. Right. At its base, it's economic. But at, the, at, at, you know, even below that is it's about atonement and recognition and and like 
Has America yeah. ever apologized about slavery? I don't think they have ever apologized. No, they did. They did. They were, there was a, the, the country? Uh, when? Yeah, there, there was, uh, and I, I don't recall specifically all the details, but I, I've definitely been on, uh, shared it on social media, but there was a um, resolution, a uh, mm-hmm. House resolution years ago that, uh, maybe back in the 90s, I'm going to say 94, okay. that um, apologized to the descendants of slaves for slavery. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they got to replay that because I, I, yeah. I never know. <laughs> An apology oh, with no, with no economic. The, said, yeah, because yeah, I'm sorry part. without a yeah. My bad. I mean, it takes it takes both the words and the actions to be able to make that whole right. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. you're not allowed to come back to school after being suspended until you apologize. Yeah, right. We yeah. we do it at the very basic level. Why can't we figure yeah. it out for this? You're taught that in a you're taught that at a, a, a pediatric. You're taught that as a kid. You know what I mean. Apology comes with some action too. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know, right. yeah, man. But um, yeah, man. I I uh, I'm I'm with I'm with reparations absolutely. Um, I think one of the hard things when it comes down to when it comes down to our people, um, I always call I call slavery an evil mastermind. The Atlantic slave trade was an evil mastermind, bro. Whoever came up with the ideal of the Atlantic slave trade was a freaking evil genius. Yeah, he was. Re- I mean, because think about the ideal of it, bro. It's go to these different countries, bring them here, mix them up, and put them all these different, and just we're gonna make a lot of. We're, this is free labor. We're gonna make money off of. Now they didn't come up with the ideal themselves because other countries are having slave. You know, it was a. It, it it's it wasn't their ideal, but just bringing them here. So I think one of the things with reparations, and you look at black agendas, and you look at all these things. I mean, look what you just said. We're gonna have to go through this deep process of even finding out who we are to where Jewish Jewish community they know who they are bro these other people other other communities know who they are so i think when you look at reparations if you look at it's so complex but it should be done it should right, be done. But, it, it, but it's complex but you know so is raising a kid but you don't know until you do it like we, <laughs> yeah, we can't yeah. figure reparations out because we're not even allowed to have a study of it now yeah, i mean yeah. th- we're moving that way now in california we just passed a bill uh that that allows for a study of, of reparations and and you're like okay so that's just one state in the union but again fifth largest economy in the world we got economy of scale versus population so there's there's laws that pass here in california that then become national laws for sure. The senator I work for, equal pay laws. He passed that. Uh, I think that was back in 2015. Uh, and then, several, you know, now 42 other states have used that as a blueprint yeah. to pass those that law in their yeah. state. And there's several. I, I mean, every, there's several pieces of legislation that, that, that have happened like that. Seatbelts is my best example. Yeah. Um, but and you, you know, know one of the, one things that. that one of the things that I said when I, I lived in Moreno Valley for man maybe a month or two just trying to find a job out there. Um, and one of the things that I did see that California, I think they were one of the very first ones to jump on this was the d- domestic um, domestic partnership. So meaning that we didn't have to be married. I can get on your insurance. And it just like other states started adopting. I was like, yo, I remember that in California, man. You know what I mean? And I think it's, you know, hey, a lot of people think it's targeted towards gay, the gay community. Um, but, yo, man, 
two people who aren't married that are living together that are you know that that can help them also you know what i mean so well you you almost that's almost a necessity to be able to afford california living <laughs> Dude, you got, swear, bro. Yeah, true that. Swear. Yeah, i don't i don't i don't think there's any person that i personally know uh, that's just out there living solo like they've yeah. some roommate they're married in a relationship they live with somebody it's just like uh-huh. man I do. I, I, I live I live in a place. I'm a you know single bachelor, got a one bedroom apartment, but boy, it's like every year the rent is going up. Is is it's, it's, it's a stress. I, I mean, all right, so I've been in my place for eight years. Same mm-hmm. spot, eight years. No improvements really been made to my spot, some outside. Mm-hmm. Sixty what was it? Sixty two percent increase in rent. Yeah, over them eight years, that's ridiculous. Hey, didn't they didn't they stop that though out in California? Didn't they make a law? Was that in L.A. or was yeah. that California altogether? No, that's that's, that's statewide. So we we passed a law that went into effect. I think it was this this January yeah, that they yeah. capped uh, rent increases at about seven percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say about because it's based on some local numbers and stuff as well. So it depends yeah. on where you are, but it's, it roughly uh, averages out statewide to about seven percent, which is good, uh, man. Because some people was coming homeless, bro. These these landlords is like, hey, listen, we're gonna add a couple thousand to your rent. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, no and there's there's efforts to make even like on the ballot right now. And I was talking about a popular pop proposition. Excuse me. Um, there's a proposition on the ballot now that would alter that that rent control aspect um some argue that it would erase what was most recently uh, in place others you know it's it's a it's a campaign yeah yeah all right man let's shift gears here man let's talk about well i get maybe not shift gears we're probably staying in that same lane man but let's talk about coffee with the black guy man how you come up with that title man and tell us what it's about yes sir no i appreciate that um coffee with the black guy man i i i, I stole it quite frankly. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> I, yeah, I stole it from the cops. Uh, cops have coffee with a cop. It mm. started in Hawthorne, California in 2011. And I had seen it around, and, and, and I knew the concept. The concept was that they wanted to uh, humanize the badge. They didn't want to be seen by as just, you know, this whole community policing idea. And I was like, well, you know what? I, something about that resonates with me. I want to be seen beyond just my skin color because this, like, there was this feeling and and the reality of like there's that's been demonized, right? And it has been demonized in society. And 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 when you're seeing the loss of of, of young black lives, that in situations that you've been in, that they haven't really done anything wrong and now they're gone like that affects you in a kind of way right and yeah, so yeah. you know that that desire married with that 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 understanding of what coffee with the cop was i just started coffee with the black guy and and you know of course i had the idea and i i called my homie i'm like hey man i got this idea it's like cool i go to work i get a text about two hours later he didn't bought the domain name Right, <laughs> real and then it's like, all right, so it's real now. And I kind of sat on that, and then for about a year, um, and then it was around July 2016. It was Philando Castile and Alton Sterling, mm, and yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of that that kind of rocked. That was a, a precursor to our current situation, and it was kind of rocked the nation. There was an a, awakening. People saw this was happening. It was dominating the, the headlines. I'm walking down the street, predominantly white community. People know I'm a figure in the community or not. Um, but they're walking, not making eye contact, and just being yeah, weird. Like, this yeah. is like, let me just set up some office hours and be like, let's talk about this stuff because y'all don't know how to talk about this. And That's crazy. You know, 
part of it was just was that, but also part of it was the 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 catharticism of being able to share our perspective and story, right? So it's got it's got multiple benefits, both for the community <laughs> and the individuals to participate. Yeah, man, man, it's funny. Um, I had basically coffee with a black guy at the fire department, right? So I worked with this group of guys, man, and they were all cool, man. But um, I, I kind of left myself open for questions for my culture. I'm a master at being a black man. I mean, we're we're masters at being black men. You know what I mean? No one can do it better than us. You know I what I'm PhD. saying? I don't know about you. I got a <laughs> yeah, yeah, for black sure, man. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you, man. I, we there's no one that can do it better than us. So anyway, uh, I I told him I said I, I was like, hey man, if you if you have like it, it started with one guy. He was asking me a question about something about it was it was it was culture related. And I answered him. And the next day, he asked me something else. I said, all right, bro, let's make a deal. I said, I, I, we were sitting there, and it was kind of started off as a joke. I said, all right, y'all, let's make a deal. We were at, like, dinner or something. I said, one black question a day. Mm. I said, think about it. Make it good. But you get one black question a day, and I will answer it. I don't care. There's you, Whatever you want to ask. I will answer it. One black mm-hmm. question a day. They was like, for real? I said, anything you want, bro, I'll give it to you. So the first question was like, all right, man. Um, why can you guys have black colleges and like black expo? Why are you guys allowed to do that? You know, that's simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. shit, because we couldn't go to your white college. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure it, it was, enough. you know, I start giving them the answers, but it, it, it became educational to, to them to learn about our culture. So it was almost, it, it's the, you know, the, the same thing of what you were doing with the, you but, know. but I mean, it's exact same thing. I mean, <laughs> and, and that's exactly what, you know, when, as these things were happening, like the, the white people I was interacting with in society weren't necessarily engaging in those conversations, but my white mm-hmm. friends were hit me up all hours of the night. Uh, you know, friends from the East, every time zone hit me up, like, come on, mm-hmm. bro, gotta sleep. <laughs> and, and, but I mean, at the same time, like it, that kind of led to the idea. It's like, look, I'm gonna just set up some office hours. It, just like you said, like you get one a day with coffee with a, a with a black guy. The concept is, you know, understanding what your individual limits are. And like for me, I can probably engage a conversation that's gonna be developmental for about an hour and a half to two hours. I understand yeah. that. After that, I might turn into the inarticulate angry black man. Who knows? <laughs> no. <laughs> so so I had to like you. I had to be clear. I said, hey, make sure it's good. Mm-hmm. I said, let's stay away from the stereotypical why do black people like chicken type shit. I said, come on, man. Let's, let, when you come with a question, make sure that it's a well thought out question. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, and it, it worked. It worked, you know? Yeah. And that, I think that's what the developmental aspect of it gets to. I mean, that's that's like, again, why is it so hard for us to understand how this stuff works? Right. Like, you hear the, the whole notion of love your not love thy neighbor. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you get to do that? You get to know your neighbor. You don't yeah. demonize them. You don't think that they're. You don't other them. Yeah. You get to know them, and you know, uh, you know, coffee is a good libator for that, right? Yeah. Um, that, you know, it, when you look at the history of where coffee came from, it came from the the, the mother mother planet, right? Africa. And there was, uh, uh, you know, Ankara, right, right, in the Ethiopia Somali area, right, yeah, and then yeah. you look at 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 
what that did and what that meant for that culture. Well, before kings and, and, and tribes went to war, their leaders would sit down and have coffee and have a conversation about the sure. the rules of engagement and and can we avoid this war by diplomatic means? All of that happens over coffee, right? Yeah. And so you see that still now in, in the Middle East. And, you know, it, it's more tea now that, that they use, of course. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's the same idea. Like, <clears throat> difference is not going to be solved all the time through violence and, and war. Uh, yeah. It's necessary. But at the same time, that's not that's not going to get us where we need to be. And and, sure. and, and if, if, if it was, then why would they sit down to talk prior to? Right. And so, again, paying attention to the to, to what already happens in nature. And I don't understand why we it's so yeah, I came up with this notion that it like this racism is is so fragile and un-American. Just the notion of race is so fragile and un-American because it's based in fear. Mm-hmm. Yet it is so American because it's always been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the paradox that we live in. I appreciate what you're doing, man, because I think like like you said, it's always it's always been here and it's always going to be here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, it it, it I, is. I, I, yeah, I don't see a scenario where it's completely, you know what I mean, like no it's one not. It's not. has that racist yeah. it, because there's 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 money yeah. in racism too. There's power, right. there's money. It's a follow that dollar, you can find some something in there that's going to even just spark the conversation of racism to where it will make money somewhere fear it brings money bro what halloween is a huge 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 holiday because it's about fear it's a ah, scary ah. it's that's what it is you know what i'm saying and i think that's one of the reasons why it will never go away because the the foundation of racism is fear and it's never going to leave um but I think I appreciate what you're doing because it starts on small levels like that, what you're doing, or even with me sitting with four guys and just, they may, they may have taken what I said and been like, okay, cool, but still have the stereotype. But at least I answered that one question for them that allowed them to be like, okay, I understand that now. But again, like I said, what you're doing, man, I really appreciate it because at least you're doing it on a level of where if you got 15 people and I seen some of your conversations, man, some of the rooms you had, man, you look like you packed it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so hundred plus people. Yeah, bro. And mm-hmm. I, that hundred people right there, even if 50 or even if 20 of them take something, it's still starting a, 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 a conversation. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and there's no guarantee that we're going to solve anything. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee that we're going to fix all the, you know, answer any questions. Somebody still left their man. <laughs> right. 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 We, I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk, but I mean, like kind of, kind of getting back at the, the idea of it. And then also tying into the conversation about reparations. Like I, you know, it, the concept is what it is, but I also, it's a business for me. I, it, I own coffee with the black guy LLC. And, it, it, we do consulting, we convene the community conversations, but also see it as a value, right? And so my, my mindset was, and th- this was back in 2016, right? And it's like, man, you know, I, we are not going to get our reparations. That's not, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I've read the article, like, it's just not a hot topic that people are going to talk about. But yeah. what we have been given is the blueprint to go get our own, right? And, 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 you know, that's, that's capitalism, but then there's a smart way to do that. That's not harmful to the community. Right. So it's beneficial to the community. And so this whole idea of entrepreneurship, social innovation, social impact, social entrepreneurship, 
right and so this is a social enterprise that that is based in community conversations mm -hmm. um i i partner with with non like a, no, a local nonprofit who's gonna hack host a coffee with the black guy conversation oh, nice. people come in and they just talk right and mm -hmm. what but the, the beauty of that is is that that nonprofit based in that community is doing the outreach to their network and they're gotcha. inviting the conversation i'm just gotcha. the host right i'm just yeah that's what i was going to ask man i was going to ask is it subject based so, or the, so the organization creates the topic of conversation and you come in and host or is it do you come with the topics there is no topic it is yeah, authentic conversation it's just, just like free. we're talking it's a concrete wow. conversation, um, and and you know it's what's the icebreaker of that, bro? Because I, 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 I was just sitting here <laughs> thinking that, like, because I mean, if you got my thing is, if you have a, a room full of white people that are already confused, already the fear of the unknown, and also just being able to express themselves without looking like a racist, it, it's hard, right? Because a lot of times we're already on edge as black people when it comes down to the ignorance of white people right like a white person like i said like they would be like man why y'all get why do y'all get black colleges some people would get on edge and be like what you mean why we get you know what i mean but i'm having to think like this kid is this cat is really ignorant to the fact of why we have hbcu you know what i mean so what icebreakers do y'all have man because i know the people in there like who gonna who gonna say something first <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean well, see, if, if my Eurocentric response to that would be, well, that's proprietary. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is, is that you know, that like the sauce is it, there's no secret to it, right? There, it is. Um, so the, the the formula that I've used has you have, been. You have to be a comedian for the first five minutes, bro. No, not even. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Because, because also play, you know, that that journalistic background that I've had work yeah, helps and, and plays into go. that. But it's like, so let's say a coffee the black guy experience is going to happen, and we say that it starts at three o'clock and it's going to be done at five o'clock. Mm -hmm. So three to three thirty is about a half hour of just mixer, right? Okay, just just okay. people there. Now think about this what kind of icebreaker do you need when you've been there for a half an hour and everybody's looking at each other but you all came to an event called coffee with the black guy okay right? mm -hmm. that's uh, that's a very awkward half hour right that's the icebreaker right that okay. awkwardness okay. is requirement before you get to that conversation Damn, and so that we usually have somebody in the community make the introduction hey thank you for coming out da 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 da, da whatever and then I, I'll just be there and talk about, you know, it's very similar to how we started this conversation, right? You know, what's this whole coffee with a black guy thing about? So I explain, you know, how the idea came out, what it is, uh, you know, because people, a lot of times they'll come out of curiosity. Some folks know what it is and get it from yeah, the name, yeah. but either or we're going to, that that's kind of like the, the leveling thing, right? And okay, so then okay. um, I explain that, then open it up for questions. Anybody have any questions? If don't nobody want to ask some questions, then whatever pops into my head. Uh, you know, there there've been a couple times where that happens, and I, like to me, I freeze, but other people don't really notice notice it. But it's like, and I'll just start talking about, like, you know, one time I started talking about started a conversation um, based on uh, uh, Ava Duvernay, Duvernay's Thirteenth uh, on Netflix, mm -hmm. talking about watching that. And has anybody seen that? Uh, cool. Well, the conversation was like, yeah. Well, this this one white white woman said, I I haven't seen it and I haven't watched it because I'm not ready to yet. So we unpack that. You're not ready to well, that, understand that there's that's a privilege that you're you're not ready to engage this. So that's a teachable moment. We talk about that. Does she yeah. feel uncomfortable? 
probably. But gotcha. we're a community, right? And we're not going to get better as a community unless we go through that process of being uncomfortable. And so she's saying that, and it's like, well, I think it would be good if, if you know, if, if somebody would create a, um, a watch party so we could talk about it afterwards. And she's directing that at me, you know, very clearly. That's not what I'm here for. Right? Yeah, I ain't got any job. Think. How about you do it? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> there's, there's plenty of people of action in the room. a hundred people in the room when she says that. Somebody heard what she said. And as a community, you should step up and fill that role for your community. And right. so are you going to do, I mean, that is how we develop. That's how we move forward. It's yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it's you put a gimmicky name to it and then everybody wants to talk about it. Yeah, but it, it, it's yeah, a really for sure. simple process. Yeah. How often have you gotten this, the the <laughs> the age old question? How come we can't say the N word? Only how one. many times? Only once. Only once. And, 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 I, 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 I've been too. But when I when I when I respond to it one time and I'm live streaming, the only time my answer after that is go check out the live stream. Right, because <laughs> I, I don't need to answer that. That content has been prepared for you to see it, and so mm -hmm. I, I I don't like I don't profess to be the 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 creator of ideas or anything. Like mm -hmm. I, I lean on what I saw was a, a Tanahasi Coates response to that. You know, it's it's about you know why do you ask yourself why do you want to say that? Bro, why I do you promise. Say that? Before that even came out, the guy asked me, and this is—I'm telling you, bro. This has been—I've been on a job. This—I've been on a job 14 years. This was 10 years ago. He yeah. asked me. That was one of his questions. And my first thing I asked him was, "I promise, bro." I said, "Well, why do you want to?" Mm -hmm. right. He was like, "Well, I just want to know." I said. It's easy. Why do you want to? If you tell me why you want to, go ahead, bro. But why do you want to? Oh, no, man. I'm just asking a question. I said, it's simple. Why do you want to? And he couldn't answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> why did you all get HBCUs? Well, why do you think? Right. I mean, like, when well, we, I never when took we it that way because I wanted to be an educational. I mean, because he he was open with his ignorance. So I was like, OK, let me answer. OK. But when you was in college, man, and you was in the professor <laughs> and you asked the professor a question, what they do, they turn that question right back. Around <laughs> yeah. Another yeah, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's academia. Right. That's yeah. how you learn inquiry. You, uh -huh. you, you, you explore through inquiry. And essentially, right, right. that's all we're doing with these conversations are just For exploring. Sure through through inquiry and yes it's it's about being transparent it's about being mm -hmm. vulnerable but it's also about being real you know Absolutely. like like you know i i we come from from a, a lineage of folks who are of service right and this is is i see that there is a, a, a neat, like you understand like the whole idea that you pointed out about being masters of being black folk right like i understand that there's skill and value in that and i see that the general overall community hasn't gotten that they get it now. Look at everybody that came out with these Black Lives Matter statements. Take a look at any commercial on TV. You see nothing but black faces right now. Because hey, let me tell y'all a little secret, man. Real quick, side note. <laughs> Have y'all ever noticed if you watch commercials, think of start paying attention to this. If you watch commercials and there are black people in it, we have all shades, all colors. But the black woman always has a natural, natural hairdo. The black man is either bald headed or he has a haircut without a fade and without a line. Pay attention. Or and a little girl, the little black girl always has the curly natural and the little black boy always has a hair his hair is never it's either it's either uh, a curly haired mixed looking kid or 
they don't have their, their haircut. They don't never have a crisp haircut. Pay attention. So what does that tell you? <laughs> pay attention to what you pay attention to, right? What does that tell you? That tells me that the casting agencies aren't oh, diversified, they... right? Like, so, so there's like what I, when I hear that, what I see is an opportunity for a black owned casting agency, right? That focuses yeah. on that diversity within. And I'm like, sure man, they get exist. him a line they, they, and a crispy fade, man. They think of the, uh, the little black kids that go to sport clips, you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> pay attention, they, they, bro. They, they get their I'm serious, next man. To Daniel Cameron down in uh, yes. Louisville. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It'd be a brother. He have a bald head, or and the brother have. It's this one dude that's in a lot of commercials, man. His hair, he didn't got his shit. His shit fucked up, bro. He ain't got no line. It's just this little. It's just Afro hold the fade. It, it's jacked up, bro. It, it, you, <laughs> hey, bro, but that's that's representation, though. Everybody, all black folks ain't got the fade. You know, we got, we got, we got. Give a, me one uh, or two, though. Give too. me one or two. <laughs> like it's it's window dressing diversity, and you know it, it's answering the call right now, but it's inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it comes. McDonald's is good with theirs. Know? McDonald's is good with having. Now McDonald's will have. A crispy fade, but I'm talking about like the car commercial from Chrysler. Yeah, but but I mean, McDonald's is jamming. They got the <laughs> yeah. young gifted. They got the young gifted and black ad. Oh, yeah, jamming. yeah. They but, cool. but how did McDonald's like? How did they get there? Like they didn't get there with a bunch of white people sitting around the table coming up right. with that idea. Da 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 da. I'm yeah. loving it. Who wrote that? Yeah. Right. yeah. You know who wrote that? It sounds like uh, uh uh. What's my man at Scat? <laughs> uh, who wrote it? I know who wrote, who wrote the Arby's joint though. No, that's Pusha T. Pusha T wrote Arby's too. Did he? So, yeah. so when you wait, 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 yes sir, time the hell out. Yes, yes sir. Pusha T wrote the McDonald's and like, Arby's. I'm loving it joint and Arby's. Yes. The, you know the Arby's jingle. I didn't know he did the Arby's Pusha one too. I don't yeah, even yeah. know what Arby's jingle is. Right. I just know uh, the got yeah. meat or whatever uh that's ving right i know ving rames on that joint <laughs> but yeah the 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 whole tune of arby's all oh, they did push your teeth did that bro wow. <laughs> and mcdonald's i, I, I was sleep. so so i mean just one, once again kind of how we were in the conversation earlier like mainstream america goes to our entertainers to curate our culture Right now, I mean, not saying that that's a bad thing, just understanding that that is the process, that's the system, that's what we, that's the expectation. Um, how can we go about breaking that? And, 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 you know, I think that the, the easy answer to that is that whole pay attention to your local community, all politics is local, getting involved at a local level, and, and that's, that's your impact, right? Um, you know, you're, I mean, you're still going to have that entertainment factor, but a way to, to counterbalance that narrative that people are going to see, to counterbalance that image of the, you know, the, the no fresh lineup dude from Supercuts in the car, in the commercial, like is to have that authentic relationship with somebody like say your coworkers or, or what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a lot, man. It's a lot, man. Um, this debate that's coming up, man, they got the mute button in, in effect. I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's, guess what? It's, I'm not gonna watch it because I have oh, night at, at the oh, same okay, time. Okay, 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 right? okay. And and and, and you know, 
I don't want to be talking to the people who need to be tuning into the debate at this time, right? We're we're talking about more systemic issues beyond a candidate. That's political yeah. theater. Like we're talking about issues that are going to improve communities. For sure, They're talking for sure. about issues that are going to improve this this image at the top. Yeah, it's but a verse. It's it's a, it's a versus. It's watching the verses on <laughs> on. <laughs> it's what it is, bro. It's, we're watching the it, it, That's because. Again, like you said, it's not going to sway anybody. It's just basically the versus uh, competition. But entertainment, entertainment. You know what? Hats off to Timberland and Swiss Beats for that because they have brought a great thing to the culture. The problem I have is what took them so long. Like it's not like the the industry did not know that this is what the culture needed, right? Um, And I think it was an accident, bro. I think when they did it, when they did it with each other, yeah, for fun. They was like, hold up. Then the demand, they saw the demand. People yeah. were just questioning, like, I want to see so and so and so and so do the same thing. And like, oh, oh, how about you get such and such and such? such, a, such. Yeah. Oh, we on it. And let's claim this. Let's let's make it our thing. Branded. And, and they, they were smart. The ideas. Same sure. way how you came up, you had the idea uh, a coffee with a black guy, and then your boy already bought the domain like that. I mean, <laughs> they was on the same wave. Like, oh damn, I think we got one. Let's go ahead, let's get yeah, moving. No, let's get some for, traction on for, it. Yeah. For sure, yeah, there was man. that. But I mean, but if you look at like what pre like what predated that, and you're like, okay, so the music industry was complaining about you know uh, the whole ownership and circulate all these different elements of it that were part right. of the concern. And this is like this bypasses all of that and gives you the direct art to the people, like the same model that Trump is using with Twitter. But it's a, it, it's what people really want, you know what I mean? And it, it yeah. is, is content that not only taps into nostalgia, but it, you know, music takes you to those different times and those memories. And like when you're listening to the, to, to these verses, like yeah, try to sit there and not dance. Yeah, yeah. You know, music is a universal language, man. It brings, and that's what I was going to ask you when your thirty-minute session. Do you have music playing? Because music is is something that brings everyone together. That we all can be like, if you if you put a group of people together that have all different lifestyle ways of life, they have all different opinions. They may whatever it may be. If you throw a bass drum in, boom, boom. Some music, they're all gonna be like, it's gonna turn the mood. I mean, that's why you look at restaurants; they turn the music up at the hotel. It's a Marriott standard. When I was working there, hey, turn those lights down, and the music has to go up louder. Like it was a thing. It's really a thing that when you walk in and you hear music, it's a standard that when that auditor come in, comes into the hotel, the Marriott, the music has to be on. If the music's not on, you get deemed for that, bro. Yeah. No, <laughs> and like, I, I, I appreciate serious. you asking that question because I, I didn't round out. I just talked about the first half hour of that awkwardness. Yeah. Then we get into an hour and a half, two hour conversation. You know, there's humor mixed in, but it's just reality. It's real life, you know. Yeah. Um, and so there's that. And then uh, after the conversation, like at when we're in person, we're, there's time to debrief, right? And so we usually have, uh, you know, a, a local uh, winery or a brewery. Yeah, drinks. <laughs> drinks and music. And then that's, that's when the DJ comes on and has some music yeah. playing. Or sometimes we've had live music, right? So it sorry. all depends on the host, what they what the vibe is that they want. But that in, that back-end unpacking opportunity is important. So it's, it's like if you feel threatened or attacked in the conversation, it's not now about we good. That. 
yeah. right? We, we, and, and, and I think, you know, when we, you know, getting back to the way the conversation started with about politics, like that's what's been missing at the top leadership level, right? Like, yeah. you know, hear about old time, uh, older, older senators and, and Congress members talked about being able to debate on the floor and then they being out, you know, having dinner, their families having dinner together at night. That no longer yeah. happens, right? That that, yeah. that era is is gone, and it's such div- divisiveness uh, yeah. based on your 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 political views or whatever argument you had on the battlefield, and there's no disconnecting from that. And I, and I think that that has been one of the elements that have helped lead us to where where we are right now. Yeah, man, we talked about it. I think on a couple episodes ago, we talked about politics just being it's, it's about what gang you're a part of now. You know what I mean? And we can't even eat together. I think that's one of the biggest things that Joe Biden lives off. He lived off of with uh, Senator Senator McCain. They were talking about how they would fight on the on the floor. And basically afterwards, they would go to lunch. You know what I mean? And, and you're right. I think it is a time where it's your gang versus mine. I'm hearing people who are losing lifelong friendships based off I like Trump and you like Biden. That's so yeah. sad, man, where it's turning into... Like you said, gang, gang, man. You know, <laughs> we, when we say TC, the, the Republicans, the the, yeah, the blood, yeah, vice lords in <laughs> the GD. You know, yeah. <laughs> you got that red, that blue, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. But yeah, man. Um, where can they find you, brother? Where can they find you know your platform and you know if they have any questions for you or if they are sure. and sure, sure. You know, well, yeah. um, you know, I, I like I said, I've been doing things online and there's some things like that. But also, like if if in in place of or to complement quote unquote diversity training, uh, I've been doing you know been doing a lot of that. And so you know, it's just about thinking creatively and how you see value in these kinds of conversations. And then you can follow me at uh, uh, CWABG, which stands for Coffee with the Black Guy. Or you can just go to coffeewiththeblackguy.com. They both should direct you to the same spot. Um, you can go in there, check out some, you know, some of the, the media coverage that we've had. I, I, I've uh, been fortunate enough in, in this year to be uh, featured in quite a few media outlets, including Forbes uh, the, earlier this year, um, which, which was super cool. Um, yeah. But you know, go on there and check it out. Uh, I've also got uh, on the on the uh, Coffee with the Black Guy YouTube channel. We've got some of the live streams from previous conversations, and so folks can go on there and check that out. Um, but you know, of course, on on all the regular uh, uh, social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and yeah, I mean, just engaging and and you know, looking to to help spread the the message, help spread the movement. And you know, encourage other folks to do it as well. Like, I mean, you you you've done you've done coffee with the black guy. You just didn't buy one of the mugs and do it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. I should have. We'll, we'll I was, work on I, that. Yeah, man. <laughs> y'all, you you took my you took my stuff, man. I think I told you about it. You just you just took my you took my whole idea. <laughs> now nah, oh, <laughs> have a patent protection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Stupid. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna call it latte yeah. with a black guy. <laughs> no, but but kind of what you were saying, like you know, some of the awkwardness of that coffee with a black guy. Like people be like, well, what about you know, tea with a Jewish lady or coffee with you know, like that. That's a way to kind of people are are trying to ease into it. Yeah, but you know, like yeah. I'm not gonna gonna call you on it, but I know what it is. Like you just yeah. you're you're not comfortable with with black being the dominant point of view. And, and and that's that's Absolutely. what it's about. It's about having all the conversations that you would have everywhere else. We're just talking about it from our reality and our perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, TC always joke around and be like, man, I love the word nigga. And I do, man. One of the reasons, it's not because if it's, you know, it's it's offensive and, oh, you shouldn't use it. Da, 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 da. But there's so many, there's, there's a lot of power in it to me, meaning I could say it to TC and there's so many definitions behind it. And also, it's an uncomfortable conversation to where I think it's something that we can call our own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is always, why can I say it? Because again like we said why do you want to you know what I'm saying and I just think that we give the whole conversation of what we give words right we give the power the words that we we put the power in the word regardless of whatever word it is you know what I'm saying and hey man you know you can't say it bro it's ours you've taken everything else of ours you've taken blues you've taken jazz you can't take this absolutely (laughs) absolutely and 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 and, and, you know we we come from the era well you know midnight marauder was the soundtrack to my development you know what i mean like that song whoever you are (laughs) yeah yeah and uh you know and i get it you know um i'm very i'm very cautious on where i use it you know what i'm saying just because everyone doesn't understand but at the same time man i just use it as it's like it's it's ours man you know um but yeah you know loosely just saying that um yeah man like you said you know t with a jewish lady like i know what you're trying to do here i know what you're doing (laughs) yeah i mean like Mm -hmm. nah just just come to it come to this (laughs) but all of that like you know if i'm gonna be completely transparent with you that's just a teachable moment that's all because you like you're saying that because you you feel some sort of way so let's unpack how you're feeling like why would you what what makes you want to say that yeah yeah and i think it's just like you said man there's so many things that i just think they they try not they don't people don't understand because they're choosing not to understand it's sometimes a simple math, man. All you got to do is, like you said, James, just do a little bit of research, and it will tell you. You just don't want to understand. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, every everybody's memes now are getting likes because they like they saying the stuff that we grew up knowing, like liberty on, and justice for all. Why are y'all making me state? I I had that argument in elementary school. I mean, <laughs> and now people is like they're they're just to this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that liberty like. When when we said liberty and justice for all, like not not everyone had that. Well, no, duh. Right. right. Yeah. Right, yeah, man. We know it. <laughs> yeah. We know it all too well, man. <laughs> all too well. But yeah, man. Um, but going back to what we said, man, and we can get out of here, man. But I just think that one of the things that um, I ask you guys about, like, I guess the mental health of us uh, in this time man i think it's, it's something that we have to be careful of because it is it is a time of a lot of, there's a, a tc i told we said it before i said it before there's a lot of noise right now mm-hmm. and we have to be careful of continuing to stay in the noise without disconnecting because we will go crazy bruh we will go crazy so with this yeah election time and just i don't i hate biden i hate trump trump is the worst trump is a racist oh joe biden is gonna whatever it is it's just like if we don't take a break from that bro and release our mind from that we'll go crazy you know what yeah. i mean so that that's what that that got that's how i ended up in surgery bro 
Trying to take the break, right? Yeah. Yeah, when you was running, you still had that bad energy on you, man. Tighten up on me. But no, I mean like that, like what you say is is very important. I mean, and to to that end, like I I've you know, taken the time out. I've gone skydiving this year. That was but you know, things that take your mind off of it. Uh you know, been going getting out in the mountains, going mountain biking, just doing things that are different. Like I'm blessed to live in California and have the option of that going to the beach doing a ride by the like understanding that that that's essential for me to continue to do the work and to be able to still be of service in that space i need to give myself the space to not be of service in the other space and 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 to until which we talked about earlier that's why versus played such a major role in our culture we were all locked down waiting for verses to come on and it gave us that three hours of just like ah, i'm just loving this artist right now you know what i'm saying i'm loving this music we on there talking to each other man she killed her oh man he got the better music it was just those moments of where we disconnected from the world man you know what i mean yeah. and it played and it was i don't even know if timberland or timberland and swiss Vs. i don't even know if they do they quite understand it? Maybe, but it was a time to where it just gave us a moment of like, man, we happy right now. You know but what I mean? That's <laughs> cultural. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That is like would would that same thing has have happened had that been two country stars? Like, does that culture carry the same weight? No. Yes. Into tonight. No. Yes. No. no. Bro, I just watched. Uh, what was uh, that? Uh, the the one of them uh, award shows was on. Bro, you should have. I didn't know Garth Brooks was just crazy. Like, bro, yes. TC. Yes, they could do it, dog. <laughs> Two do country it. stars are not going to get over a million listens. I, I, I bet you they would. Guaranteed. Yeah, you crazy. Have you seen, this, have you seen the, the packed stadium for for uh, Garth Brooks? Or so for, so uh, who, who you going to put Garth Brooks up against? Randy Travis? How <laughs> you know Randy Travis? Is. Exactly, right? Like, exactly. Like, who, bro. Like, like, there's no, like, there's. In different in Monica different and Brandy did right. ridiculous There's numbers, no bro. I don't like, know, you know, bro. Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre. Nah, it ain't gonna work. Nah, it see, ain't gonna not, work. Not, now, now you, you know, I don't know the, the country singers' names like that. But, <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you why it's not gonna enough time in Ohio, man. Luke Bryan, yeah. Blake. Let me tell. Yeah, I, I hear you, TC. But I'm gonna tell you why it's not gonna work, man. Because hip hop is the biggest genre in it ever. Is. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think country would do some numbers, though. Yeah, they would. They would. They, they would do some numbers, but, but they nah, ain't messing with Monica. They, and Brandy. they don't. They don't. They don't have the amount of variety that I, I, right. I within the genre that I feel that we have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, I don't listen to country music, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, so there, there's okay. So there's a country artist named Chris Stapleton, and he's got a soulful voice. He's got that song called Tennessee Whiskey that mm-hmm. I first heard. Now I would match him against an R&B singer and see like bar for bar. He got some heat like that. See, he got soul. You know what I mean? And yeah. and when I when I heard him, it was kind of like the John B thing. Like that's a white dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have y'all seen that met, that video going around of all those uh, like '70s singers that we thought were black? Oh, and yes. they're all white dudes. Oh, yeah. Man, it must be jam. Like like like, Mike, like Michael McDonald. People thought he was black. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to the local. Michael Michael What's... McDonald lives out here. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I didn't know who he was, and I went to a fundraiser 
mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago, and they had this it, during the fundraiser. People just stood up out of the out of the the crowd and were singing, and I'm just you know at the fundraiser, do, like checking the box. I'm there for work or whatever, and I hear this soulful voice pop up from behind me, and I look, and it's this white man, and I'm like, he's got like you know Santa Claus look. I'm like, man, who was that? It's Michael McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I, had to, I had to go go Google him and stuff. Like Michael McDonald. Oh, he sang that song. Like I thought that, that was a brother. <laughs> love, like what? That's yeah, him. Yeah, 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 that's funny. But yeah, man, man, this thing. Y'all hear that thunder and lightning? It's going crazy. I'm gonna get uh, off here before I be like uh, Nelly in verses. Uh, we, good, we good up here. I was just about to say though. Uh, just I just had a thought, man. Just uh, you know, as far as disconnecting and James talking about, you know, going on my run. I ride my bike by the ocean and on the beach, and I'm going on hiking in the mountains, and that all sound lovely. But the crazy catch twenty two to it was. Hey man, Ahmad was just going for a jog too. He probably was trying to disconnect from it all. And like all we trying to do is disconnect and then you just never know when you could end up being that same damn hashtag. Just trying to disconnect from all the crazy shit that's going on uh and racial tension. So it's like you 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 damn near in that same cycle regardless of what you try to do to disconnect, man. It's crazy. And yeah, see, man. see, that's the key in y'all success, man. Look at that, just wrapping it all nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Yeah, said, yeah, man. But James, man, thank you, bro. Um, again, man. Um, keep shining, man. We, we, we definitely, you, you, you family now, man. So, uh, you got to come back. Gotta come back, man. Absolutely. You can't be. You gotta come back, and y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop screaming that Ohio stuff, man. When y'all <laughs> chant, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm just playing. I, 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 y'all some good bros, man, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Well, nah, yeah. I appreciate you ha- having me on here. It's been a pleasure, you know, just to be able to chop it up and connect, and uh, you know, share a little bit of, uh, of what's going on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And TC, man, we gave all our listeners, our, our our faithful listeners, man. We want you guys to send in that uh, send in that um, that intro, man. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, send send in that us, intro. Man. Man. Send I, it to. I guarantee some people could just rattle it off, bro. So I would, yeah. I would love to hear that, man. That would be hilarious, man. To get yeah. some get some submissions on that, man. For we sure, definitely shout sure. you out. Posted on on our social page, man. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so this, you could, you your youngest you could re- listener is. You what said, what? I wonder who your youngest listener is. You seen how that 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 young eleven year old did that Kamala Harris? Uh, she dressed yeah. like her. I'm sure yeah, y'all got yeah. some young fans. Gonna, <laughs> gonna be dropping some some intros. That'd be dope, man. That would be, dope. be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. But TC, if they want to submit that um, their video or their their however they want to submit the intro, and if they want to listen to this episode over and over and over over again in any of our past episodes where can they find us brother at stakes is high pod that's on facebook instagram and twitter all of our episodes you can find on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher iHeartRadio, and spotify and if you have any comments questions concerns or interested in being a guest on the show please shoot us an email at stakes is high pod at gmail.com cheer 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 yeah yeah, man. We thank you for listening. Hey, man, if you decided not to vote, rethink that. You have more than the presidential candidates on your ballot. Yes. I promise. I promise. If nothing Go else, there. it's your ticket to talk shit. 
that's it. That's it, man. Hey, man, get you a sticker and put it on your put it on your hat. Whatever. Just say you voted. <laughs> Voter be idiot of the week. Your yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah, man. Get out there and vote, man. Make make a difference. Um, um, and yeah, yeah. Let's do it, man. For sure. And check out check out Jane's platform, man. We you get on there, man, and check him out and and, and man, support support. You know. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Stakes is high podcast. Peace. Peace.